once you get the opportunity to leave, man, you kind of just gotta like hold your head. Yeah. Just like like yeah. here, we signed like we was having problems finding apartments because mm-hmm. um we all going like we signed an eight month lease and it's hard to find month to month leases mm-hmm. like L A that's practically everywhere. Yeah. But here like everything is twelve, fifteen type shit. So yeah. we get we had to find an eight month because his um eight month. Huh? I've never heard of an eight month lease. I mean, it's months. Like you can get a month lease if you like. It's just month to month type leases okay. type of shit. Okay. Like you gonna get a better deal on a twelve month though. Okay. Um, anyway, you just gotta ask for it. They never gonna like say we got the shit. Nah, uh, of course, because they gonna want you there. They, yeah. yeah, they want you there. Yeah. Okay. But uh, cause his what's the name over his contract over in May, and Caleb, you know Caleb Hanley, mm-hmm. and um his teaching over in May. Mm. So they just working out after that. We gone the fuck up out of here. Like yeah. we had to decide eight months just so like it's 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 ingrained, it's in stone, we got something to look forward to type Absolutely. Shit. That's gonna be tight, man. But that's what it's about. Like when you get a taste of it, you see like all right, this is somewhere I can make it. It might not be the easiest all the time, but it's gonna be worth it. Right. And then y'all going out there with like a solid little circle, man, y'all gonna be straight. And I think that's the big part. Going out there with like not going out there by yourself, but having kind of people that you can kind of fall back on it's and just important. kind of be around with. As soon as y'all get like accustomed and acclimated to like the actual like living there, that's gonna be huge. Yeah, but um, I started recording like 20 seconds ago. So for the people that don't know who Solo Jackson is, yeah. can you just you know. Yeah, I'm Solo, bro. Southwest. Uh, should I rap? You know what I'm saying? Right. Really aggressive music. <laughs> really aggressive. Um, shit, you can't turn that shit up too loud. Nah, boy. <laughs> <Like the road. laughs> it's gonna bust. It'll be some of the realest shit you ever heard. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like I said, Southwest nigga, baseline guy, springs, all that good shit. Okay. So okay. What, what got you into rapping? Man, to keep it real, bro, I just had this thought like a couple nights ago. I'm like, damn, a nigga really been writing for forever. So like, <laughs> I started rapping because of this girl I wanted to talk to. All right. She was a poet. And that's right. the first time I'm hey, telling anybody. Hey, it's hey, you know the vibes. So <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, it was a girl I was trying to get in like 10th grade. She was so bad. And she was like a poet. And so I was like, damn. And so I used to want to impress her. So niggas started trying to write. But then, you know, I think I was supposed to be a writer in some capacity because all my life, my mama done had me writing. Like, when I would get in trouble, I'd write her sorry letters. <laughs> Like, She'll make you do that? No, like I didn't like I never knew how to talk. So yeah. like I could I would just write a letter be like, I'm sorry. Slide under her door. And, like, <laughs> and then as I got My older, bad G. Yeah, like real shit, like, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. But like as I got older, shit, that was my punishment. She couldn't hit me no more, you know what I'm saying? Nigga was too big. So she was like, All right, well, since you're not scared of these whoopings, I'm gonna just make you stay up all night. She would sleep in my room and make me write all uh-huh. night. <laughs> well, make you just write what? Like she'd be like, I need a five page paper on what you did, why you did it, and why you won't do it again. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like types like and I was in trouble all the time. So that was for years I was just having to write shit and then I just found it easier because like I said, I never knew how to really like conflict like do conflict resolution. So I figured, let me just write this out and do the little rip it up thing. Like write what you want and then rip it up. Or like write what you need to say and then give it to them and they write back. So that's how I think that's how I got into. Did you get rap. the girl? I did. You know what I'm hey, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely. You know, I got shorty. You know what I'm saying? We we was rocking for a little while and then moved on. But yeah, okay. shout out to her. Shout out to her. <laughs> shout out to her. Hey, she don't know what she did. Man, humble <laughs> that bad boy. Man, you feel me? So because things looking on the up and up for you, you right now, me? man. You you've you been working, dog. I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful. It's been it's been a long time. I remember for the longest, you know, what I'm saying I was like, yo, I got this project. I'm working on this and that, but I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I just wanted to rap, like, so I didn't know what it was like to make a project and do this and do that. But, um. Everything that happened was supposed to happen because it finally got us to where we are now. And a nigga, you know what I'm saying? I got my first project. Everything is necessary. Go get that on all streaming platforms. It's out there. You feel me? Everything is necessary. Um, Some of those songs were from 2016. Mm. Yeah. Just kept them. Kept them because, I mean, I didn't realize it back then, but like that, all of those, every single one of those songs manifested. Like everything, the title track, everything is the first line. Like, I pray I never outgrow you. I didn't know who I was writing it to, but I realized very quickly, like, over the past couple of years, like, it was 
coming into fruition, I was like, damn, this shit is crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it just is what it is, but I'm, I'm grateful. And then recently, on the third, I just dropped uh, They Not Me. And uh, I got some more shit coming, so. Hey, you flooding the market. <laughs> I, I, that's what I feel like. Yeah, I feel like shit. Until niggas know your name, you know what I'm saying? You got to let, let, like, just let it rip. Record, let it rip. You know what I'm saying? What was the moment where you was like, all right, it's time for me to take this shit serious? Like, oh, man. Um, I was working in a sawmill here. And... I had heard about Greenwood Studios in Conway, but nobody could ever get in contact with this man. And I was working like 60 hour work week, so I ain't never had time to call him. I gave the phone number to my mans and he called and he answered him every single time he called. I was like, oh shit. We got in the studio and I think the first song I ever recorded was like a freestyle of future, but the first original song was Keep Up. And then when Keep Up did all the numbers, like, um, Carrie Foe and Black Party hit me on Twitter. And this is before I knew who they were or how to even work social media. Like, they tweeted me and was like, yo, this shit is fire. I'm happy to see, like, this coming from the city. And I was like, oh, like, this could really work. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. that could really work. And so, you know what I'm saying? I ended up, like, I was like, all right, this is what we're doing. I'm, I want to rap. Yeah, so I then after rap. that, you all in. Yeah, I was all in. I was still, you know what I'm saying, doing my thing. I still had to work, still had to hustle, and still had to grind it out. But I was like, I can do this. I can I can figure it out. And then I had, you know, little bro, idle kid, like, just lacing me with shit. Yeah. And we was just kids, man. We didn't know what we was doing. Like That's, that's always a Chico, having a good little producer. <laughs> yeah. man. Just in your just pocket. In the box. Yeah. Just feel me. Right and, there. And, it was, and, you know, it was so crazy because it was so much bigger than that. Because everybody was like, oh, that's your producer. It's like, nah, that's my uh-huh. little brother. Yeah, that's yeah. my homie. But he also produces, right. you know what I'm saying? And so... You had you got that common ground, and I think that's that's what gets artists to where they need to be is having that fire production and somebody to sit there and build a sound with you because mm-hmm. if you don't got that, then you don't got shit. Like right. it really don't matter. Yeah. Before it, before it would anybody even has to hear what you say, they gonna listen to that sound first. Come on, man. And, but y'all didn't even just have that that relationship with that chemistry even before y'all started making music. I think that's something that kind of was used towards y'all advantage. Absolutely. Because I mean. Y'all can kind of play off of each other. Y'all know each other's strengths, so it's pretty much a win. It's a win. You really can't go wrong as long as y'all both stand authentic and who y'all are. Because that's what it basically was. It was just like he knew what kind of rap I was, and he also knew I wasn't picky. So it's like throw me, in. and that was the mentality back then. Throw me whatever. Like I don't care. Like, I just want to be in. So like he would throw me, you know, six minutes just 808s, and I write a whole song to it. And I'd be like, all right, let me rap this for you. Yeah. And we we would just do that all day. Like I go over to his house at ten a.m. and we there till ten at night. And then we might go out and go do some shit. But we was making music all day, bro. Like hey, that's what it takes. Yeah. consistency. It was, and you know that having, like I said, having that that kind of rapport because me and him went to high school together, right. and so we started working on music at East End, and then. You know, after graduation, niggas did what they did, and when I came back, I moved away a couple mm-hmm. times. When I came back, we got right to it. So, shout out to dude. How would you describe your sound? Because I view it as like Kill Bill meets Smack URL. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a that's a that's an interesting dynamic, right? There. Yo, I love Mac. Damn, sheesh. Um, to me, I just think it's kind of like. And I don't want to answer for you, but nah. just kind of giving my opinion. It's just real, it's just raw. Yeah, it's just real raw, high energy. It, yeah. Like you gonna feel a certain type of way if you listen to That's listen to solos music. That's the goal. I think. I mean, if I had to describe it, it would just be it's hustle music. You know, I want people to be inspired by it to like get up and do anything. Like whether it be go work out, whether it be get, you know working yourself out of depression or just I mean bossing up. That's really all it is. Like you know. I think it is raw. I think it is real. I think it is very aggressive, but like, shit, that's just how a nigga was raised. You know what I'm saying? Like, on that survival kind of thing. And so I think that's just what translates into music. Like, shit ain't sweet. And Mm -hmm. if you can deal, if you can maneuver and excel in this kind of environment, then you can do whatever. And that's kind of what I want people to take away from this shit. Like, man, shit gonna be straight. It might not be now, but like, it's Mm -hmm. gonna be good. So. I think that's where we at with it, but yeah, I think there's a lot of um, I think there is a lot of inspiration tones that come that comes through with your music. It's just basically kind of just rising up out that gutter. And for you no, know, for us to be where we're from, 
like you know we see it all the time we <laughs> right. used to it so so you know we can we can um i guess uh, resonate. resonate with yeah. the message so i i know exactly what you mean when you're saying it's just like inspiration bossing up like getting on your grind like mm. i mean because for real like i know a couple like and everything is necessary, man. That's a couple times in there where it's just basically just <laughs> go get it. Go, go get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, for whatever else is happening, man, you just got to go get it. That's that's really it, man. And I think that's kind of what I wish I knew how to cultivate more is just the fact that, like, a lot of niggas don't know what it's like to be where we from. But also, when I moved, I don't think I had, uh, I don't think enough people were aware of who I was by the time I left. And so people hear me now, and sometimes they don't really... If you knew back then, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's that Southwest nigga, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's something when you say, when you tell certain people that know about Lil Rock that you from Southwest, it sometimes does something. Yeah. And they kind of just they recognize. And so, um, yeah, man, that's just what, and you know, it's crazy because like a couple years ago, if you asked me what my sound was, I would say dark. And that doesn't resonate to people to be inspired. And so I had to change the way I even like pitched it to people. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody thought it was, like, super negative and super this and that. It was like, nah, like, that's just where I was. But I I wrote this to get myself out, out of that. Out of that, right. So, yeah. So you think it's kind of more like you have to change kind of, like, your mind state, not even... Absolutely. ...from the music and just kind of, you know, put yourself in those type, I guess, uh, positive situations or, or just a type of mindset to where it's like, I really don't want to put this out this is not the type of sound or legacy that i want to leave behind but more of like this is what i'm really trying to tap into that's exactly what it was i had to change my perspective i ain't gonna lie back in the day man i didn't even realize that i thought i was just being a real nigga but i was being a real negative nigga you know what i'm saying yeah. like i thought i was being a real nigga. like i'm gonna just tell you reflection important like, yeah you feel me like, but i'm thinking i'm just like if niggas <laughs> asked i'm gonna tell you the truth and it's like mm-hmm. nah you can tell the truth but tell it from a different perspective yeah. like it's always two sides. It's three sides for some people. But, like, I learned to find a, the golden lining. Like, okay, if I'm not going to fail, then there's got to be some good in it. And I had to learn to look for that because, shit, I was just a little young nigga on my little bullshit. But, yeah, shift the perspective. You know what I'm saying? Live life. Life did what it had to do. And we we better now. But niggas way in a way better place. So, yeah. As a fellow creative, like, when I look at stuff, I mean, like, as far as what I can do and what I'm able to do with what I have, is there like any ways that you want to expand your sound or expand your music, but you just know that you don't have all the resources to do so just yet? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, one thing about it is like, shit, I want to be able to capitalize when I do get those resources. So if I don't have them right now, that just means I don't, I'm not able to capitalize. Like, you don't, I believe we get everything when we're ready for it. So even when it feels like it's too big, it's like, nah, you got it because you're finally ready. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the reason I don't have it is because it's like, it's just not time. And it's just a matter, it's a matter of like, what can you do with what you have? Yeah, I need, I want to access to better engineers, better studios and more high profile producers and being in rooms with these people, but I don't have it right now. So what are you going to do about it? And it's just like, now it gets real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But now, like, I think you know what I'm saying. Shit, I do want to expand my sound. I want to show different sides. You know what I'm saying. I think I'm ready to start. You know what I'm saying. Talking to the ladies and shit like that. But it's just a matter of man. You keep doing what you do, and somebody gonna see that, and they gonna either the door is gonna open for you to do it for yourself, or somebody gonna bless you with it. But <laughs> I don't wait for nobody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just you just keep it moving. Yeah. And I see with traffic, man, you be making that shit happen. Like <laughs> you making that shit happen. Like, so yeah, I just say, you know what I'm saying? If anybody asks, nigga, shit straight. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how I would picture. Do you ever feel like you feel yourself falling in the trap again, boxed in, like I gotta make this type of music. So like I gotta yeah. give them this track. Yeah. I mean that's just me. Like that you know, when we talk about like the nature of things, that's my nature. It's just like aggression. Like it's just how it is. If you ask any nigga I went to middle school with or like grew up with, they gonna tell you like that was a little angry nigga. So that's my nature. But like um and I think it just comes from a level like I'm a creature of habit, so it's just easier to make that. But I'm also very conscious, like, all right, bro, people know you can rap, people know you can mm-hmm. get loud, people know you can do this. Show them something else. Yeah, so it's you like, what's what next? Yeah, what's next? And it's a, it's a scary feeling. You you sitting along with a record or with a beat, and you like, fuck, what am I gonna say? 
And you'll fuck around and learn how to make some aggressive shit out of like straight piano. You like, nah, like, yeah, <laughs> nah, that's not what I'm looking nah, for. Nah, like, you gotta stop yourself. So yeah, I've definitely, you know what I'm saying, find myself like trying to like get back to the old shit, but it's like, nah, try over here. If they fuck with that, then they gonna always fuck with it. Go right. over here and show them this and try that out. So what are some things that you try to, I guess, find inspiration in or, or get your mind right for trying out new things or new type of sounds the the joy i get in writing at the end of the day it's like a, regardless of the life that i don't live i love writing so i love figuring out like how to flip words and talk about different topics and try to sound like an expert in it you know what i'm saying because i feel like a lot of times niggas be trying to come off like experts like nah, i don't know what i'm talking about or i don't know what i'm that's what i hear or that's how i feel when i'm writing about like softer shit like i don't know what i'm talking about but no. Try it out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? See how it feels in it. I think you, just like the same way you manifest riches out of talking about riches, you can manifest love and healthy relationships out of talking about love and healthy relationships. So it's like, um, yeah, just fuck it. Let's try it out. Like, whatever it is, like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So it's one of those. So for those who don't know, you stayed in Little Rock your whole life, but mm-hmm. you. How long are you relocated to LA? Uh, I live. I've been living in LA for a little over two years now. A little two years. How was that whole transition? How did that come about? Man, so I used to run. Um, I think a lot of people, if y'all are not familiar, I used to run with a clique called Young Guys of America (YGOA). I was never a part of the clique. We was just all homies making music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I met them through Idol. He knew them first, and then shit. They had a pop up one day, and he was like, "You trying to go?" We went. I played them like the first verse for no reason. Going like loved it. Niggas got on, went from there, and like you know, started doing shows in the city, events in the city, really trying to put on for like the, the fire rooms, yeah, yeah, the hip hop scene in the city. And then um, they started taking trips to LA and talking to labels and shit. And then eventually, I got my opportunity. They was like, "Yo, we need you out here." And I was like, "Shit, let's let's go!" Like, <laughs> nigga finally got the green light, and um, yeah, that's how we did it, man. A nigga out there blessed us with a crib. And we ended up like you know hustling, getting that money back, and then yeah, it was yes, just one of them. One of them like you gonna move back or you gonna go? Yeah. So you was all in from the jump, like hell yeah. You know, yeah. It's no turning back. Like how long did you have to think about it? Like was it just a call one week, you there the next week? Nah, it, you know this was like a little month long process. I remember because like Ish or Hector Slash, he had like Paramount. It was crazy. Like I see a movie in my head. Niggas would be at like his first store, you know, he had that skate shop. Mm-hmm. At his first store, we had like a team meeting, cause you know, like that click, our click was deep. Like even niggas that didn't even make music, you was a part of the click, like whatever you did. So we had this meeting, it was like, yo, look, whatever your niche is, stick to your niche. We got an opportunity coming up that we can make a lot of bread, like, and really change our lives and change the lives of the people around us. But if you make clothes, get serious about that. If you um, <clears throat> make beats, get serious about it. If you want to rap, get serious about it. Whatever it is that you want to do, get serious about it because when we get these bags, we don't mind pitching bread to invest, but don't be on that bullshit. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it was like, yeah, like I I um I was hustling. Like I was like on my illegal shit. So <laughs> like I was trying to get out there as fast as I could because I'm like, if I get caught. You know what I'm saying? Like two weeks before I left, I got stopped by the cops, guns drawn, everything. A couple weekends, like a week after that, I got stopped and I had a, like a sack on me. I had a scale, I had a strap, like I had everything on me. They didn't see it, but like I had it. And if they had seen it, that could have been 10 years. Like yeah, it, it wouldn't have been no LA, yeah. it wouldn't have been this, yes, it wouldn't have right, been nothing. Right. So it was like, I'm trying to get out there ASAP. And so it was frustrating because there was no real like clear deadline and shit like that. But I was like, all right, nah. So it's some real jump out the window it was some yeah. super jump i went out there bro with 30 dollars. 15 of that went to my portion of the uber and then i lived off of 15 dollars for like three weeks wow that's amazing <laughs> no, wow, that's amazing <laughs> but i mean bro. just even <clears throat> excuse me just to even to you know put that type of faith in yourself and to you know to really be like this is this is what I want. This I'm serious about this. And when I get out here, like I'm not gonna fold. And for you to even <laughs> still be out there, because I mean, like you, like you know, we we've been to LA before. Right. We've been out there before. <laughs> we talk to people that live out there and stuff like that. And they'll tell you themselves, like you know, like 
if you allow it to happen, this place can like it's swallow you whole and spit you out. It's not for the week at all. Nah. And um, I mean, even though like even me just being there a couple times, I'll be there. Like I I can see what they're talking about. So for you to kind of have that discipline, it just kind of speaks to you know just kind of the I guess you as a whole. And do you think kind of like where you from kind of shaped you for that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's one of those once you get a taste of something better. What you gonna do about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like, shit, niggas know about Southwest. I came out of the dirt of that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to go back. And I know it's niggas here that had it worse than I did. So I can only imagine if you get them a taste of it and then you show them what it's like. It's like, yo, uh, get on your shit. If there's even a little hint of hope, get on your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hell yeah, Lil Rock shaked the fuck out of me because I did not, you know what I'm saying? I done had homies like, you know, 12th grade, a homie died. Uh, shit, a year after that, another homie died. I remember when the nigga, uh, nigga I grew up with got shot. We at the, we at this crib, eating, nigga got shot. We didn't even know he got shot. 10 minutes later, it flooded Instagram. And I was like, oh shit, like, niggas from Central was dying, like, on their graduation Man. nights, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It was just like shit like that. I was and like, shit, like, and that shit dumb surreal. Like, it's what, surreal as fuck. Cause um, when Devin died, well, I yep. worked at St. Vincent. Like, oh, I still work at St. Vincent, word. so I come in to work, and then you know that happened early morning. Fact. So I come in to work. They're like, hey, it's cause when they took him, and they took him where like I work at, where it's mm. like close to the dock. I don't work on the dock. But the people we work with work on the dock. Fuck. And I was like, so-and-so had to uh, help a uh, kid or something that got shot. I'm like, dang, that's mm-hmm. crazy. In the moment, like, literally, like, 30 seconds later, later opened up my phone. And I see, like, stuff. I'm like, hold on. They can't be talking about Devin. Right. I know they can't. And it's just dumb. Hey, it's like, shit like that. Like, it's shit like that because, you know, I'm going to keep it real. Uh, I didn't even know little cuz like that. I had seen him around, you know, functions and seen him in the parties. Right. I done seen him around out of Creek. And I'm like, uh, you know, what's good, bro? You keep it moving. But I knew he had like an impact on the city, and right. so to hear that shit, it was like, man. And then you know, you know the politics. Like somebody's gonna have to answer for that. That shit was yeah. just, it was sad. You know what I'm saying? Aside from the anger and whatever the streets, that shit's sad, bro. Nah, but that's home. that's Lil Rock though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's and that should that should not be the narrative. So nah, it shouldn't. It's shit like that. It's like, man, nah, I gotta go. And then once you out there, it's just a matter of like. I can't go back. Like, I think that was the thing, not having anywhere to go back to. And it kind of feels like people expect you to be back. Like, oh, he'll be back. Oh, he's going absolutely. to LA. No, they'll put that on you. Absolutely. Like, they'll they'll give them. him a year, give him two. He'll yeah, be absolutely. Back. I've had plenty of that. I've had plenty of those mm-hmm. bets on me. Like, even after my, I done met niggas in LA, them niggas thought I was going to. Like, matter of fact, I'm going to just keep it all the way real. Separate myself from the niggas I went out there with. A lot, I went ghost. Like, did my thing. I got low and, you know, was hustling. I When I got my own crib out there, niggas was like, yo, I thought you moved back. I was like, nah, bro. There is no moving back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, man, I, I do think it takes a special kind of person to not only maintain yourself out there, but also not lose who you are. Because I done seen niggas lose who they, who they are for... Whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. people lose who they are out here, and that's really it crazy. crazy. <laughs> because we have out here, this like the trainer with like you <laughs> can be whoever the fuck you want, like you just be yourself, and I promise it's gonna work and out. For yeah, you. yeah, if you can just be yourself out here, like you'll be all right, you'll be all right. Yeah, but you didn't have you seen the egos, you know, we've mm-hmm. all seen the egos, yeah. and it just sucks. I was, you know, I don't give no advice because I'm human just like everybody else, but kill that shit. The ego is natural. It's, it's in everybody. But keep that motherfucker at a low, man. And know when to boost it because, excuse me, that should have talk, talk you out of a lot of conversations. Yeah, humble yourself. And you know what I'm saying? Let let, it, let your work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Don't be that nigga that's always trying to prove themselves, bro. Just... <laughs> Drop that shit, man. But run your own race, like run it for real, because that's you know that's I think that's another thing with everybody scratching and clawing to be the first nigga out of little round, yeah, the first yeah. nigga to go big. It's like you can slow down. To yeah, me, I feel like I mean, and this is like you know me, like I love like social media marketing and the power that that this whole like new aspect of the world has. But I think. Seeing people like seeing stuff on social media, like it constructs an image in people's heads, and it kind of has them to where like, no, I have to be, I have to be this certain image, or not, 
I'm, it's not acceptable. Like I'm, I'm losing it. Like, Facts. and no, it's it's kind of like what y'all said, man. Just run your own race. Like everything happens in time. Yeah, it, everything is due time, and I promise. If it's just consistency, hard work, put a little bit of faith in there, and I promise, like anything, anything in this world that y'all wanted to attain, like it's out there. It's it's definitely out there. Like man, it's as simple as that. You know what I'm saying? Like I think social media is very good and very bad. Sometimes you got to learn to disconnect, like, mm-hmm. you know, take that shit off your phone and really live in the moment because mm-hmm. to keep it real with you, there's so many niggas flexing, you know what I'm saying? Niggas be no, down bad. No. <laughs> yeah, literally, probably almost everybody that you see is a type of flex in some type of way. And niggas I understand, like, because yeah. I ain't gonna lie, when you, when you get that appreciation, it feels good. It feels, For sure. it feels good, but it you feels can't good. fall in love Look, with it because you're gonna be more fall in love with the appreciation than you are getting better mm-hmm. at your craft, getting better at what you do. And you just doing it for the because appreciation only goes so far and it's the worth little to nothing. Man, right? and them likes don't pay no fucking bills. And at the the time you spend flexing, at the end of that, I get it. It's it, everybody needs to every once in a while. But at the time you spend doing that, you could be honing your your craft. No craft exactly. You know what I'm saying? Before I, you know, and then I didn't see it. It's kind of scary to see it in real life. You see motherfuckers on social media and their life look like it's made, and then you see them in real life and they miserable. They miserable. And they, they they stank, they broke, they you know what I'm saying it's not their life, but they keep this facade up, and it's almost mm-hmm. like you're not even doing it for the gram, you're doing it trying to like keep yourself from going crazy, exactly. like. And it's so unfortunate, and so you know, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? I I, I try to work, you know, and stay very conscious of like that that whole usage, like. Keep, I feel like keep it real with your following. If, especially if that's what you're trying to cultivate as a following, you got to keep it real with your people. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, nobody's going to believe that your life is just always perfect. And if they do, then that's naive. And it's going to be a point. But if No matter how much you flex, it's going to be a point where all this shit going to be a magnifying glass. Yeah, do you hear like, me? You feel me? And then, or who are you when people see you? That shit translates very quickly. You know right. what I'm saying? This little image niggas be trying to portray. And I think that's another thing. They gain this little image on the internet and then they try to uphold it in real life and it's a whole lot mm-hmm. harder. Like mm-hmm. you talking all that street shit on here <laughs> and I see you like keep that same energy or you're not even equipped to deal with the things that come from living these kinds of lives. And so like that's what I be seeing a lot in Lil Rock and I hate it. I'm like, yo, put that shit down, man. But you gotta let niggas live, so yeah. it's only so much you can say without being called, you know, a hater. Or like, just let people do. Don't live. say shit. <laughs> like no, let people live. Like yeah. I've, I've learned over over the years because I've tried to be that person where I try to like try to give my type of advice. Like I mean, I'm, I'm more of a person. Like hey, what the fuck do I know? I just know if I'm <laughs> in this position, this kind of how I would handle it. But I've learned over the years, you gotta let people live. You gotta let people go out and experience shit and learn from themselves. Like experience is the best teacher. In anything, no better teacher in anything <laughs> in life. Experience is the best teacher. So you know, let people let people go through shit. They develop a, a perspective of like, okay, I see now. I gotta move a certain way to when this happens, or I gotta do that in this type of situation, and then let them handle that. Because I mean, at the end of the day, like we all trying to trying to figure out this life shit facts, on facts. on our own. So yeah. we can't. No, I can't say that will work for me could work for you solo or absolutely your experience from like moving out to LA it's gonna be the same as mine like we don't know like right. yeah, you I gotta go out, to there. go out there with $30 I might need 7000 <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. yeah right. no facts I, you know one thing I would say to anybody that's planning on making that move you know what I'm saying it's okay to get your ducks in a row like take your time because at the end of the day I wouldn't wish that struggle I had on nobody because it was more than just monetary. Nigga, I lost my shit. Like, <laughs> I was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you, if you want to take a little bit more time to have a little bit more bread, that way you get out there and you... Because I think about how much time I wasted being in survival mode when I could have been in, like, just another kind of mode. Grind, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I look back on it. I have to laugh at myself for taking myself way too seriously. I could have been having a lot more fun in my first year, in my first two years. Instead, I was anxious, I was angry, I was paranoid, I was depressed, like, and I was broke, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so, yeah, if you, if niggas want to move, move, but if you're going to move with your tribe, make sure y'all on the same page. That way, when shit get real, you know mm-hmm. where niggas stand at all times. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, get your money right. 
it ain't nothing cool or noble about being broke when you could have just you know what I'm saying just held it down yeah. for a little yeah, bit longer you know what I'm saying and you know but life is subjective so we never know what right. niggas life like so that's why you gotta let niggas live like we only see so much if that's what you feel is best for you then salute I wish you the best and I see you at the at the top you know Dang. what I'm saying Yeah. and just go from there but was that certain era of survival mode you think that was necessary like do you think that's something that definitely grew you as a person, made you better, you know? Hell yeah. This shit low-key upped itself like every every few months. So I ain't gonna lie, I prayed about it when I, when I left. It was like, because I was very in control here. I had job, I had money, I had car, I had to do this, do that. I was very in control. I said like, yo, God, you know what? Put me in a position where I'm not in control. So I learned how to count on you more and like count on my people more and shit like that. And then I got out of control and I didn't have no, no like foundation. Like I was just out there and I was fighting everything that I asked for being put in situations. I just didn't think I was ready for. So that was that. And then, you know, that's why I speak so highly on like having a tribe. I, you know, I stay by myself and I be, that's why my name is my name, but I always will big up having a strong unit. I believe you can't do shit by yourself. I don't give a fuck what nobody nah, say. Not at all. Absolutely. <laughs> no, but even if it's just more support from behind the scenes, you need that. That's so right. I say have a strong ass trial because when I, you know what I'm saying, when I went through it with my niggas and like shit went bad and I wish I could have skipped that. But now that's something I got to deal with. Um, and then shit, a nigga went full homeless, like slept outside. I didn't even sleep because I was up all night, but I was outside all fucking night <laughs> and then had to be at work the next day. And then I saw my brother walking down the street at like four in the morning on his way to work and the nigga act like he didn't even know me. Wow. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit more. How shit, I mean, you know, shit went south with with, you know, in my from what I saw, the relationship that I had with the people I left with, shit went south because we just had different perspectives, you know what I'm saying? I respect niggas' perspectives and shit like that, but it just wasn't something I was rocking with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, janky business deals and shit like that. And this is why I'm always tell people choose a side, make your decide you stand on very clear. Cause the moment you stay neutral or you choose not to choose a side or whatever the fuck trying to be the good guy, you side with evil. And I don't mean to sound dramatic, but that's essentially what it is. And so me and some of the shit that went down, I played the back seat. And even though I didn't do shit wrong, the fact that I was complacent. Mm. Got me caught up in it And mm-hmm. ultimately Had me fucked up That was supposed to be When I came back to Arkansas But I was like nah So I was sleeping In a storage unit I mean climbing up Into a storage unit That's like 110 In the middle of the summer type You know what I'm saying Broke as hell Not having nowhere to go And having to text niggas I barely know Every day like Yo can I crash I'll be out by 7am I just need somewhere To lay my head And niggas was like nah Left me on red Like Sorry can't do it I'm like, for sure. And you just figured it out. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, I'm not going home. You know what I'm saying? But that was that I think that 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 few months of being homeless really put a nigga in the overdrive. For when I it changed my that's what changed my perspective. You feel me? Like not having anything gave me all the freedom. I could go to the beach. <laughs> I could just hop the train, go to the beach all day, or I learned to be grateful for the more simple things like, oh yeah, I'm broke and I'm homeless, but I'm alive. Mm-hmm. I'm not out of my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got this phone and I know it's somebody praying for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like having to know that is like, and on top of that, like if not shit not better, then shit not over. Cause it's not over till it's better. So realizing that, and it was like, okay, shit may not get easier, but it always gets better. Like having to realize those things, being hitting that rock bottom, it was like, all right, we're going to be good. And you just hold your head, rock it with a smile, and like you just see everything. That's that was another thing. So everything is necessary came from spending the night outside. This that was as low as I could have gotten out there. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like that was as low as I could have gotten. And I realized I low key was like going crazy. I was like laughing at myself at like six AM walking down sunset. Like I'm like, I'm good. I ain't dead. And I know I can't get no lower than this. So really shit up. gotta be it's straight, gotta be, yeah. yeah. Like I got the job at Kith. That so shout out to Kith because like I didn't have no job. They was making me money, 
Got my fucking first deposit off of flipping some shoes, nigga, and boom, boom, boom. Got my own crib. When niggas said you can't get your own crib in LA by yourself and this and that, I did it. <laughs> How'd you get that kid's job? Man, shout out to my dog Levante. <laughs> he <laughs> snuck me. To, he snuck me the manager's uh, email and was like, "Just don't tell him you know me." I said for sure. I emailed him in March. They didn't hit me back till August. I was staying in like my nephew's crib for a couple nights. They called me. Boom, boom, boom. I was there like the next day, and I was doing like five to seven days working double shifts, doing whatever I could. But them checks started paying my bills. They got me a crib. They got me straight. So like. I'm super grateful. And that was the thing. I came from, you know what I'm saying, not having nowhere to stay to working at one of the tightest stores in Los Angeles. You yeah, feel right. I me? Mean? And being around some of the tightest people. Mm-hmm. I'm a nigga from the South. So. so you like every couple of days, every day type shit, you just seeing somebody important, somebody big. Hell yeah. Like, and you, you look at that, you know, LA is one of those places where it's super, everything seems so tangible. There's a Ferrari right here. There's a Lamborghini yeah. right there. Freaking... Kanye might walk past you. LeBron James, Wale, Cardo guy, like any uh what's her fucking Angelina Jolie like winked at me and I damn near lost my shit. <laughs> and so like everything nah. seems so tangible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it just makes you it, it puts you in a certain mind state, like, damn, is it if it's really this tangible, what is it like? How what yeah. I gotta do to, to get, get it? it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really just walking up to that person be like, what I gotta do. So it's just, you know, you work you work your moves and shit like that. Shit can work out. I done, I done made a lot of cool connections, been in rooms with a lot of people and and have cultivated real relationships with some good people, just on some life shit, not even on no music shit, like some life shit. They teach me real ass life shit and the music gonna come, but I can't never, can't ever take away from the fact that like even if we never make music or even if I don't be on your Instagram you never co-sign me nigga you done taught me some real shit mm-hmm. I don't you know what I'm saying so yeah I'm grateful for all those experiences that's forever valuable facts Deshaun Watson got hurt but anyways uh, damn it's tough <laughs> I'm on my fantasy shit so uh, <laughs> Deshaun right, he he so what y'all going for this whole thing I don't know how this shit work with fantasy, fantasy? yeah <laughs> alright you, you fantasy yeah. that shit intense bro that's really like Fantasy probably the third most important thing in my life right now. Right, like, swear to God. Like, this, <laughs> this, like, all right, you draft the whole team of players. Like, at okay. the beginning of the year, every year you just draft. Like, it's the real NFL draft. Like, you pick a running back, couple running backs, couple receivers. And, like, it's just me and all my homies. All right. And, like, shit intense. Like, niggas talking big head, big, big shit. You, everybody put $50 up. It's 14 of them. You win that. You good. good. Like, oh, wow. That's like 700 You win that. Uh, okay. You go in last place. You get a punishment and shit. Like, no. Oh, like, really? Like, last so, year, nigga, uh, they got in last place, supposed to take the ACT type <laughs> shit. He, he, hope Caleb Jackson. Oh, damn. I was gonna say, nigga, <laughs> 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 gotta take the whole ACT. He oh, graduated from college. <laughs> <laughs> Grown ass man, like, like niggas be doing the bow and shit. Oh wow, yeah. like, like you see, like you see this nigga that came out the room now. Yeah, she getting real. Oh wow, she getting real. But that's crazy. I showed my hand a lot about it. I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. Like, no. No, it's interesting, bro. It, it and like you said, and when you got them type of like them shits going on, yeah. bro, you gonna get into it, my nigga. Like I pay fifty dollars to get into this league, hell yeah, I'm gonna yeah, make sure yeah. I'm good. You gonna do your research, you gonna watch yeah. all types of like I be shows and shit. Like I'll never be watching no fantasy football show. Like what the fuck am I watching this series? Really? This nigga that can get twenty yeah. points. It gets you more like because I don't watch TV, bro. Like yeah, oh, like yeah. only time my TV is on. Well, I watch like little shows and shit on Hulu and shit, but okay. I'm telling my TV is on. It's if I'm watching football and basketball, right? Yeah. Really, real shit. Like I'm on, I'm on this motherfucker. I be wondering, like, when people be like, "Yeah, um, the Texans, I'm gonna have them win by thirty, and the Patriots, they're gonna uh, lose by six. That's sports I'm, gambling, yeah. Big, though. Yeah, that's sports gambling. Oh, niggas okay. bet they lives on this. That shit is yeah. crazy. Yeah. I should be sitting back watching this shit. I'm like, y'all, y'all niggas yeah. bold as hell. Nah, I don't think I want to get that deep into it. Because, I mean, like, you're going to be like, nigga, off hardball. Ah, <laughs> see, nah. I don't want them problems. Yeah, y'all shit. got it. Y'all got it. But um, what's next for Solo Jackson? Shit, next project, man. I'm still learning. Like, you know, going back to the resources that you were talking about. This time around, it's like... I, I used everything as necessary as um, the foundation. I, with everything in my being, believe that that's going to be 
the foundation of any opportunity I get from here on out. Like, I know I'm going to go on tour next year. I don't know with whom or when, but I know. You didn't open yeah. for some decent Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. I got to open for Dave East last year, and that's one of my favorite rappers. Like, Sorry. that shit was kind of crazy, and it was so crazy because, like, I got a cousin that's locked up. Free my nigga. I haven't talked to him in, like, six years prior to that show. He calls me literally as I'm walking up. Like, they hand me the mic. My phone is vibrating. I'm like, hello? I couldn't answer it because I couldn't hear but as I'm walking on stage, I'm like, yo, it's my cousin. He sent me a picture of himself. And this is a nigga I grew up with. And so I was like, damn, this shit is mad. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to be here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Did that shit for dudes. And I'm like, all right, this is it. This is cool. Like, so yeah, did that. You know what I'm saying? A couple years ago, the gang got to open for um, Earl Sweatshirt. A lot of people don't really, like, a lot of people didn't really see him as that nigga back in the day. But, like, he's always been that nigga. And that was a tight-ass show. <laughs> He uh, like he's now like the rapper's rapper type shit. Exactly. Like he, he probably not gonna get big mainstream success type, but, but niggas know when it niggas comes to the bar. Niggas know that he, <laughs> he dangerous with that. You pin, feel you know? me? Like not don't like, step lightly with that man. Like so, he he type of rapper. You just gotta sit there and just stare at his lyrics. Like I know he just says. You feel me? Like when they come, you like oh my god. You be like oh <laughs> shit. Like yeah, yeah, that's that's the kind of shit he on. So. You know what I'm saying? I was I was grateful for that opportunity. Um, shit, like the first week I was in LA, uh, the CEO of Good Music asked us to open for Rob Stone. I ain't even listen to Cuz music, but <laughs> I only know the West the, the whistling song. Yeah, that's yeah. like that was all yeah. I knew too. But like we got to open for him, and I no disrespect, but bro, we left with that nigga crowd, bro. Like we did our thing hey. and like slid. Oh, yeah. They came with yeah. us, like. That's- so it's it's been love and like I'm just ready I'm ready for the next shit man I'm ready to really be on some shit and really put on for the city really put on for what I stand for and you know what I'm saying and this next project is gonna be cool I want those resources that we was talking about early and the access and shit like that but it's gonna come but mm-hmm. I think it also comes down to doing it yourself mm-hmm. a lot of times I used to ask niggas for shit because that's what people told me to do because I ain't the type to ask for help niggas like start asking for help. Start asking for help, and niggas try to play me like I was like lazy or weak, and I'm like, all right, I see what's yeah. up. Yeah, it's like, all right, well, I'm trying to put money in your pocket. You want to yeah. play me like I'm stupid? Okay, for sure. Well, I'm gonna show you. Yeah. So I just started doing shit myself, and so now it's getting to the point where you know, I don't need you niggas for shit. Like, if I come to you, it's because I want the legacy to happen. I want you to be a part of the legacy, not because mm-hmm. I need you to make this happen. I'm going to execute. So that's what I'm on. Like, next project, in no particular order, next project tour. Features, you know what I'm saying? Really cultivating these. And I can't wait for this next shit to show y'all like what I really been on out there. Like, have you been shopping on? I'm gonna just call it EIN. Uh, have you been shopping that around? Like, sending it to different important people? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shit. Like, I see somebody, like, I just holler at them. We get to talking. And everybody knows everybody in LA does something. So eventually the question pops, like, Yo, what are you doing? I, I rap. <laughs> or, just when I was in the airport coming here, nigga stopped me in a Dunkin' Donuts line. He's like, hey, don't you uh, work at the shop off Western, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yep. He was like, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it'd be hella cool. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes when I'm around LA, like, it's kind of surreal, but like, niggas really be knowing who I am on some crazy <laughs> shit. So I'm like, this is cool. So when it comes down to like the, you know, the important people, yeah, I step carefully when I approach them because <laughs> I want you to know, like, I'm not just another rapper. I'm like a rapper's rapper, yeah. my nigga. Like, um, so those opportunities gonna come. I feel like <laughs> this is one of those things where they're not gonna say that they're watching or that they're listening, but they yeah, are, and right. they just waiting to see you. What you, what you gonna, gonna do next? next? Yeah, I know that's yeah. something I'm gonna have to work on. Cause me, I'm just on some like this is a normal ad. like we had saw like first time we came to LA in January, we had saw like a couple of people, and like my whole vibe was like I don't like. Let me just act like I don't give no fucks about this nigga at all. Like, mm, we had yeah. saw Yachty in round two, and I just act like I ain't see the nigga. Like, that was just the whole yeah. thing. I know, like, I could have probably just, you know, slid him a little, like, hey, Yachty, I do this, when I yeah. just, you know, if you get a chance, check me out. But then yeah, I know, like. Well, you know, and with that, like, I feel you. I'm definitely not the type of nigga, like, to, to shop myself like that. If anything, you're not going to know I do nothing. And some people think that's stupid, but I also <laughs> understand that, like, <laughs> if it's a room full of niggas that's moving and shaking and you, excuse me, and you the nigga or you the nigga 
if 30 niggas walk up to you, bro, and the 31st niggas really on mm-hmm. some shit, or the 27 niggas really on, you're you not gonna care. Yeah, you're not because you'd have been yeah. flooded with a bunch of just <laughs> right. capital ass niggas. Get, that's what I'm thinking. Like, he probably get this approach uh, every day. All day. Exactly. Every day. So I can't I can't fault I can't fault you for not wanting to do that. So you just, you know what I'm saying, you gotta read it. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, all right, let me catch if I catch this person in this space. And you work on your delivery. You know, so I'd I'll be lying if I said I ain't talk to my homie and be like, yo, how would you if you saw so and so today? Like and we really go work, we practice these pitches, you know what I'm saying? So um it's it's hard though. It's nerve wracking because what do you say? <laughs> what do you say? Like right. I rap or I make clothes or like how would you describe what you do? I mean, I I make clothes, but I feel like I'm just an all around just creative. Like when I get to where I want to be, I just want to be on some shit where Monday I'm making clothes, Tuesday I'm directing a fucking commercial, Facts. Wednesday I'm doing, doing some yada, shit. Just yeah, all yeah. types of other shit, you know. And that's fine. And see, that's why it's like, fuck shopping in my nigga. You going to see it. Yeah. That's, and that's how I feel. It's like, I don't mind taking a slow route because I think it's actually really cool when niggas find out you make music or you make clothes or you direct. And they're like, I didn't even know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because when they say they didn't know, the fact that they even brought it to you means they enjoyed it. Because if I had heard you rapping or if I had seen you making clothes, but they wasn't that tight, and I see you and be like, I ain't going to say nothing to you if they wasn't tight. You feel right. me? But the fact that I was like, damn, I ain't even know you made clothes, bro. That shit hard. Kind of going back to what you said earlier, just letting the work speak for itself. Let the work speak for itself, bro. Like every single solitary time, man. Like I get it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes niggas wake up in they bag and be like, I'm that nigga. Yeah. But don't ever let your words be more Louder than your private words. Yeah, right. so uh, that's uh, that's yeah, that's the, the life lesson right there. That's my biggest. Like when I see somebody, it's like, all right, I understand you're supposed to be aggressive, like not aggressive, but arrogant to an extent, or confident. you know, no, confident. No, be confident, confident. In yourself, like for if sure. you sometimes I ain't gonna, I didn't say it a couple times. I just hey, bro, I'm that nigga, bro. Yeah, you just no, gotta, that's you, important. No, that's got important. To, yeah, you, you got, got to. to, but that's part of the necessary ego. Also, even when it comes down to the, the argument of confidence versus arrogance, nigga, you don't know what I went through to get to this level. You feel me? This might be a very beginning stage of confidence for me, and you think I'm arrogant, but mm-hmm. I work very mm-hmm. hard on this mm-hmm. shit. So like, I don't even call niggas arrogant no more. Like. That's a confident answer. Like, and I think true confidence is if you can say that, you like you just wake up like I'm that nigga and you don't care who else thinks otherwise. Like right. if you the only yeah. person that, if you, that's all exactly. that matters. You the only one in the like, whole world that can it's think when you that. get to the point where I'm that nigga, but I gotta I gotta make him know that I'm that nigga. I gotta make him know it. I gotta make him know it. I was like, all right, you don't believe it yourself. And see, those be the loud niggas. That's what I learned. One thing I have learned in LA, or even in Lil Ride, but more in LA, bro, confidence is quiet, bro. It's so quiet. That shit be on mute. When you be watching these little niggas in these rooms hooping and hollering and doing the extra shit, like yeah, you know. With the let me just say this. Live your life, <laughs> but I've met plenty of niggas with the face tats, with the crazy looks, with these. They trying so hard to be different. They look just like a bunch of other niggas that took that same template. And it be so many niggas out there. It's like, damn, bro, like you screaming for attention, but you ain't really got shit to offer. Like, mm-hmm. who are you, bro? Like, what are you doing? Like, when you get the attention, what you do? Yeah, or like, like you know, niggas, you know, be in these rooms with all this false ass confidence. It's like, where do you get this confidence from? Like. Your product, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. And who are we? But like it's like damn. So I've just learned like I don't got shit to say to nobody. But when you ask me or if you put me on the spot, I'm gonna I'm let you know. I'm gonna let you know. It was this one moment in high school, and it was slick. It was slick at the time. It felt like some slick, shady kind of racist shit. But if you, I viewed it. I always viewed it in another perspective, kind of, because it was like we were waiting after school. After school, you got the bus line in Central. You got the niggas waiting on their rides right. or mm-hmm. driving off, and so you know Central in the middle of the hood. But it's That's also a lot of fucking white people Facts. that go to Central. So we just waiting, and then some dude come down bumping his music loud as fuck, mm. and uh, white girls just like. Why is he just trying to bring so much attention to his shitty ass car? Associate, like you could tell, like <laughs> yeah. it's just that type. All the niggas it's understood, done. like yeah. oh, that's just the it's regular. Right. Yeah, the regular. You know, that's what we do. Like we play our music yeah. loud, like that's type funk. shit. But <laughs> and I just view that in the same. Like when you just like, why are you trying to cause so much attention to yourself? 
if the shit you bring in uh, us attention to is it's not worth, worth it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, and then the duality and everything. So it's like, boom, on one hand, you, you're you annoying for bringing us attention to yourself, but I also have to salute the fact that you got a lot of confidence. And uh-huh. The fact that you can even step out there and do that. You feel yeah. me? And it, like, honestly, it'd be them niggas, you can't tell them niggas shit. Like, right. you can't tell uh-huh. them nothing. And so, on one hand, yes, you are annoying. <laughs> and I wish you would go the fuck away. But on the other hand, it's like, I respect it, bro. Because it's almost like, I wish I had that same confidence. If we gonna keep it real, it's like, damn, I wish I had that confidence. Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of why it's annoying because you don't have it, but yeah. also it's, it's like, like that. And so, then sometimes on the um, flip side of that, it's just kind of like a real recognized real situation. That's exact, and that's essentially what it is. When you think about it, like in hip hop, in music, everybody wanted to have a battle between like conscious hip hop and like just regular rap music, but it's like, bro, you keep switching this music. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Hey, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that right. shit My bad. It was nah. time for new vibe. Nah, yeah, I feel that. But no, nah, you know what I'm saying? When you, you got that argument between conscious and like the mumble rap, it's like, nah, bro, like let that nigga live. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when, when the, when the Yachty's came out and when the little niggas came out and all of this, it was like everybody wanted me to hate him, it was like, I don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, that's a black man getting money. Right. He ain't hurt nobody. Right. I might not listen to it, but I salute it. He like got that a fan base for a you reason. You feel me? Like, for a he reason. not getting paid for no reason. So you gotta respect that. And so that it kind of goes the same when you can learn from everybody. So yeah, when you see a sucky ass nigga with all the confidence, it's like figure yeah. out what where he mm-hmm. where his source is. And you you get that of your own. But you know what I'm saying? Other than that, man, shit. Mind your business. Be confident in your own way. Let your work speak for itself. And when you get the opportunity, like, you know, the five Ps, perfect preparation. Prevents poor performance. That, yeah. you feel me? Like, Ism. Stay, <laughs> you feel me? Like, you got to just stay on your 10. Like, if a nigga, if I went outside right now and a nigga asked me to rap, like, I'm getting off. Yeah. And I'm sure if a nigga hit you right now and needed some designs and he came with the right paper, you like, oh, yeah, I got you, nigga. Like, and the same view when it comes to marketing. If your nigga needs a fire pitch and a fire strategy for a rollout, you like, yeah. done, my nigga. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. And so that's that's what I see as confidence. Like, And you ain't got to hurt nobody. I don't got to down nobody mm-hmm. to hype myself up. Yeah. That's the important part right there. That's important. Nigga, you don't got to down you don't gotta down the next man to make you look good. It's like, oh, what do you think of that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doing his thing Like I don't think of him right. So Cause it's he, enough for everybody If you doing your thing It ain't too much Anybody could say about anything like, And that's all it is It's just like Yo when, when niggas get to You know Talking this and that It's just like Man what are you doing though Yeah Cause niggas yeah. That don't do shit They got the most to say About everything Right <laughs> Yeah It's like what are you doing bro If you if you were actually doing something You wouldn't have as much time to talk mm-hmm. So Shut up and go away <laughs> So that's where we are. Really. All right. We're going to end the show off with, um, so what are you listening to right now besides your music? What's some shit in your playlist? Sir, that new Chase and Summer. All right. Okay. No repeat. Like, I listen to it one time. You, what, how do you feel about it? Cool little vibe. It's just Ooh. something I just got to really tap into. Just It got to yeah. be something I got to dig into. It ain't I the first that. listen. No, I, I, like, I fucked with it. I, I think I like... Um, the previous one what was in November or November was hard. I think I like November a little bit more right now, but it's cool little vibe. I was in Inglewood or South Central. I seen that nigga walk. I was going to the little liquor store that I always go to, and he was just out there in the parking lot. I was like, "What's up, nigga?" Like <laughs> it was really cool. So it's him. Uh, shit. I gotta go through. Oh, that new Earth Gang. Anyway, I ain't tapped in yet. Bro, them yeah, niggas going crazy. Grow on me. I ain't gonna lie. Gotta grow I feel on that. Me. I feel they that. Grow on me too. I'm looking forward to what? Oh, Rhapsody. Rhapsody and Snow. Rhapsody. Ooh, that Rhapsody. 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 I love Rhapsody, Rhapsody bro. Yeah, that Rhapsody. Rhapsody. She's so raw. Like, aside from the male and female, she raw, period. Like, Rhapsody, one of the first artists, like, one of the fir- only first few artists that I just first time listened to. I like, all right, she got it. Because mm-hmm. I yeah. it was just some shit is like, I saw her name mentioned with like Kendrick, and it was like this early Rhapsody. Like, what was when she had like songs with Chance, Lonely Thoughts, mm-hmm. this mixed. I forgot the name of the mixtape. She was on a basketball go, uh, and shit. I listened to one. So I'm like, damn. <laughs> then I just, I just went into a wormhole. I'm listening to her freestyles on Sway. Listen to mixtape back to back. I'm like, yeah, she different. Like from a full on artist perspective, yeah. like nobody really just coming out like this anymore. Nah. She she's perfected like 
I don't even know what to call it, but she's perfecting so many styles. Like every style that she come with, that ain't no like <coughs> she true to that shit. And like that that chemistry she got with Ninth Wonder, bro, is just crazy. Like she's raw, and I I love when I heard her on uh, the Pimper Butterfly because that's what mm-hmm. I heard on. It was just like yo, she got off, and she just continues to go crazy. So this this new shit is is wild. Um, of course, Smino, gotta listen to Smino. Uh, that new Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Man, I be listening to everything, bro. I like the ratchet shit. I like, you know, Baby King, Maxo, all that shit. Like, I be listening to everybody. I listen to, like, all right. Like, when I work on Saturdays, when I, like, be on my computer and shit, I always try to tap into a different, like, escape from the hip-hop, escape from, Mm -hmm. I may turn on. Like, when I go to the gym, I'm probably blasting some rock. Like some just you got some, to some, just like some. You gotta step away. Something's gonna get you moving. Yeah, you got sometimes you gotta step away from it, bro. Like yeah. oftentimes, you know, I, I got homies. They be like, "What the fuck are you listening?" It's like, bro, you got. I gotta yeah. get away from yeah. it. Like, yeah, like you got like like Tyler said one time. Tyler the Creator, he was like, "I can listen to a rapper and tell he only listens to rap." rap. Yeah, yeah, like. You because it's like references, and you know I think even with that you got to broaden your horizons, man. Like, exactly, broaden exactly, your horizons. Yeah. Like I don't, you know, one thing that used to make me want to learn more is being around a bunch of niggas who was raised on the internet. I was raised on like on some street shit, so these niggas are talking about fashion and this and this and that, and I'm like, and it just kind of boosts your curiosity about stuff. Like, okay, so let me see. Exactly. How the fuck do you learn this? Yeah, and who the hell is that? And why are they so tight? And then you just go down that wormhole, and you like. Oh yeah, this lit. Like, yeah. So, yeah, cause shit. I was talking, um, cause I was talking to a couple of homegirls on Twitter the other day, and we was talking about like alt music, like alternative music from like 2007, 2006. So, like when we was like in middle school type shit, we was talking about like, like I think she had tweeted out a Green Day lyric, and I retweeted. I was like, niggas ain't on that Green Day like that. She was like, what you know about man. that? I was like, man, what? And then we just started like naming bands and stuff. And then this girl, like I don't even follow, she came out of nowhere. She got like a playlist on Apple Music, and it's full of like all just alternative, Rock just shit. music. And it was just like, oh my god, just to like. Like seeing all these different songs, like I remember being in this time, being in that time frame, and like this is some really great music. Like yeah. a lot, and a lot of people don't know about it. So I mean, I understand what y'all and saying. You got to deal with niggas that always be trying to hate on shit. Be like, yo, shut up, bro. Nah, like, this like, shit like, like, tight. tight. Yeah, <laughs> you uncultured swine. When like, I like get in my creative bag, I throw on like, I, cause I got, uh, I go on YouTube. YouTube is a great ass DJ, by the way. Yeah, facts. YouTube would they keep shit mixed shit. for hours. <laughs> when I go on YouTube, bro, I probably blast a little. 70 soul playlist and that shit yeah. just be rocking and you just be you like damn just getting your good vibe. Ass yeah. you just get in your vibe and you just like it's just something about it because you know these niggas back in the 70s it wasn't no internet it's like the only way to be great and to be known was to be great, great. like it yeah. wasn't no niggas that's just like got a little following like you had to be great to they be called great. it soul for a reason because i mean you can hear it. like if you really listen to it you can hear it you, you can, can hear, hear the passion you couldn't and, like fake what they're saying you couldn't fake none yeah, of that there was no image to hide behind yeah. them niggas was really who they was like a lot of niggas was ugly yeah. as fuck Teddy Pettigrass talking about some love TKO, like he really singing, hitting them notes and that. You like, damn, like I was feeling that shit, man. Well, and even to circle it back around to hip hop, like, bro, hip hop is the only genre that can take anything from anywhere and make it art. Like, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like sampling like some Paramore or some Dave Matthews band or some Parliament and Funkadelic or some Frankie Beverly, like. There's no other genre that can do it without like making it sound like water. Like yeah, yeah, because you throw a little hip hop in country, that shit ain't even country no more. It's hip hop. Yeah, you th- throw that country shit in hip hop though. Oh no, yeah. he's flipped the country yeah. shit, and it's still I mean, we already see that. Now, yeah. It's even more hip hop. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like that's that's low key a cheat code. If you get niggas to be like, yo, bro, listen, listen to this. You get that to a fire ass producer that really know what they're doing, they chop that shit down. The producers mm-hmm. be itching. Like, cause my homie Space, he produced and he like, he'd love for somebody comes to him and be like, hey, on some just different shit. Like, yeah. hey, throw some of this, you know, futuristic boom bottom. Yeah. He's like, shit, bet, I've been waiting to do this. You know? Yeah. See, that's, but that's how you gotta do it. You gotta, like, you gotta fall in love with the process of making and creating and experimenting. Like, you gotta do that because. It's not. There's no one way to get it done. So you might as well figure it out. Like the journey is always gonna be better than the destination. Like that's why songs be hitting so much harder because it's like this ain't just no song, song, bro. Like I remember, like nigga. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember like being in this certain moment, this certain space. Exactly. So that's why. That's why you know. Step out of that. Step out of that. But 
Uh, but shit, I'm listening right now though. Listen to this young thug. That's probably been on repeat more than anything. Okay. I like that shit. Uh, I just tapped into Brockhampton. This new Brockhampton. I ain't even been a big Brockhampton fan. I've I never, never listened. Really I've never listened like to a that. project before now. But I'm really fucking with it. Production really nice. And out of that. What else I'm listening to in rotation? Astroworld gets played every two, three days. Astroworld got to go crazy. Astroworld gets played. I met Cardo. I met really? Cardo, yeah. So this nigga, he comes in the kids, and I remember just stopping him. I'm like, hey, yo, let me holler at you real quick. He's like, all right, for sure. And I was like, hey, I just want to let you know I fuck with you. He's like, bro, appreciate that. Like, he was like, real. I'm like, I really just like, I, because we're not allowed, we're not supposed to talk to people. We're like, man, fuck that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you, bro. And he was like, where you from? I'm like, I'm from Arkansas. And you know, he's from Dallas. He's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, nigga, you from right up the street. I'm like, yeah. I was like, come get some ice cream when you get done, blah, blah, blah. We get the chopping in, bro. This nigga was like, man, take my number. Mm-hmm. Nigga just gave me his number. I was like, he didn't even know I made music. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell him none of that yeah. shit. It was just it's off the love. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. So, like, that just made me appreciate Astro World and just all his other shit so much more because I'm like, that's one real ass nigga. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout out to Astro World for sure. What you listening to, bro? Um, I mean, I'm on that thug too. You know, I'm on that. I'm always on some thug. Uh, Guap Tarantino. Uh, he's a a nigga out of Atlanta. I fuck with him. Uh, Atlanta. I, no, Atlanta just be coming with that sound, Baby, man. Atlanta, I'm trying to find out here, bro. That's that's. Um. Also, um, fucking with that black party. That black yeah, party. Hard. Let me tell y'all how proud I was to see that shit, bro. This <laughs> nigga got posters in West Hollywood going crazy, bro. Really? Yeah. Got posters bro. up? He got like you know when you walk past a building they be having like he yeah. got them hoes and I remember like looking I'm like that's what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> about hard. like and I'm telling like strange I'm like bro he from Little Rock I'm from Little Rock like, he, like, he <laughs> like, I know him you know I know what I'm saying him. like I'm like bro that you know that that was like inspiration I'm like bro that's fucking tight, bro. That shit is tight as hell. I haven't even heard it. What's tight? Like niggas don't know how lit Black Party really is out here. Cause he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna brag about it. Him, yeah. I'm, I'm on this. I'm on that type shit. Y'all niggas doing it. Yeah, just doing doing it. He doing getting his bread, getting his recognition. He don't need nobody telling him. I love that shit, bro. I love, I love seeing that shit. Speaking of, real quick. Who are y'all listening to locally? That's what I want. I'm trying to tap back in. You know, all right. You know, A1 Nino always. That's little bro. Okay, for sure. A1 Nino doing this down thing. D Mitch doing the thing. D Mitch. Okay, for sure. I'm gonna say this right now. This may rough. D Mitch the hardest in the city. Yeah. D Mitch the hardest in the city right now. D Mitch the hardest in the city. For sure. Who else? BT. BT, Shout out to my okay. boy BT, man, coming with the vibe. I, you know, it's crazy. I haven't met him yet, but we we definitely been corresponding. Mm-hmm. I met me and Artez on the same flight together, sitting right beside each other. He was like, let me show you somebody. And <laughs> yeah, we got to talking. I traded him some songs. He traded me some songs. So, yeah, like, yeah shout out to dude. Um, who else in the city doing that thing? A lot of people in the city doing that thing, man. Uh, you got uh, you got the R&B crowd heating up. You got, a, you got Alexis Ray Parker. Yeah, Alexis you got, Ray. Okay. You got, I've seen some of her work. She tight. Yeah. She raw. You got, my, you got DZ. I've seen. You know DZ? At DZ past the mic. He got some heat yeah. coming up. Okay. Uh, the shit, but it's really in the vibe now where all the artists are really just on some shit. Okay. Like like a lot of nights, they probably there tonight. They go to BT crib, be stay on the north side, and it be just like about some eight artists. That shit like some real. Really? Uh, what's the shit J Cole got on? Uh, uh, the Revenge of the Dreamers shit. No, his studio. Oh, his the, studio up in Dreamville. North, whatever the fuck. I know you talking about the shelter. Yeah, the shelter. Yeah. It's on some real shit. Like they just get in there they and have vibe lights. Just they so, just yeah, get in that bitch and create all night long. It's some real tight ass. Like shit, I had bro. to leave. Like I was just there with them, just catching the vibe, man. Just catching inspiration. Just kind of putting my little two two cents in the shit. Next thing I know, I look at my phone. It's like three forty five in the morning. I'm like, nigga, I gotta, I gotta go. go. I gotta work. <laughs> I gotta like, go. And they, and I mean, they going strong too. Yeah. Like it's it's a beautiful thing, really, see, to see hard. how kind of how the the whole music is just shaping out here now locally. I'm fucking with that. And that's what I'm that's what I wanna hear. Like, you know what I'm saying? I used to hate when motherfuckers used to try to monopolize like, oh, I'm the only nigga working and we the only nigga. I was like, nah, bro, it's somebody I, everybody working with everybody. doing it on that scale. Yeah. Like everybody that yeah, I know. Like, well, yeah. aside from that, it's like, you know, one thing I'm I'm happy though, 
that people are starting to care about the quality. That's what I care about. Right. It's not enough to just be a rapper. Like, stop using that bullshit ass mic and take your ass to a studio. Pay that mm-hmm. little extra money because I can't take you seriously if I can barely even hear what you're saying. Hold on. Excuse me. So I'm happy to see the motherfuckers really taking themselves seriously. And that's what that's what's gonna separate you from uh, like a real artist. Before we get off, can't forget about uh Zay and Zay HD and Lil C. Oh, yeah. Y'all told yeah. me about nah, them. That's them, the oh, yeah, nah, they them crazy. niggas. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they probably, they probably, like, it ain't no probably about yeah, it. They are the hottest. Yeah, like, cause you know, they like energy for real. Yeah. They nah, they, they, like they, they netting like 500,000 streams a month on Spotify. That's what I'm like, talking yeah, about. Like, See, and that's that shit. I ain't gonna lie, real quick, and then we can go. I really want to start tapping back in with like, Cause I didn't know I didn't know in the beginning with I ain't never listened to local artists cause I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, I'm not trying to be a local nigga, which mm-hmm. was the wrong philosophy to have. Mm-hmm. But I wanna get with like the local artists. Now I don't know big bro shit, but just on some <coughs> we from the same Let's place, create, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Let's show help these niggas. Yeah, like yeah. niggas still not listening to Arkansas for some reason. But they're going to. Mm-hmm. And I wanna be a part of that. Like, yo, come on, let's go make some tight shit. Like, fuck all that. Other shit. Let's make some fun. Niggas getting they do notice. You yeah. got Bankroll Freddy. He from like the West Helena area. Yeah, I want to say. He just got on with QC. with QC. Really? Yeah. Go crazy. Yeah. He going crazy. His mixtape hard too. That's why I meant to say I'm listening to it too. Uh, yeah. Bankroll okay. Freddy got nice yeah. mixtape. I'm out. definitely about to try to tap in with all of these motherfuckers because like I'm proud. I'm proud of the South. I'm proud of Arkansas. I'm proud of Little Rock. I'm proud of all of this shit, man. Shout out to John Barrow, Southwest, the North Side. East side, east end, all that <laughs> yeah. shit. South end, like I'm proud of y'all. Yeah, niggas, it's a, it's about the from? special it's special times on the way though. Mm-hmm. Good shit. And you know man. they got the um one last thing. You um not even trying to like promote no shit or anything like that, but you know they got like the little like tour thing going around now where this is about to they about to hit. I think Conway, Little Rock, and Fayetteville. Oh yeah, Fake ID tour. Sponsor. Oh, that's you, QF. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the homie. Fuck. Yeah, bro. so you know that. I ain't gonna lie, he be throwing some tight ass events. That yeah. nigga know how to throw some like fire ass events. So yeah, he yeah, linking he people in for sure. So shit. I mean, you can see now like artists coming together, like kind of try to Good. elevate shit on the bigger Good. scale. And- I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see it. Well, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. This shit was fun as fuck. Yeah, this, this shit was known hard. I'm happy y'all yeah. y'all got me in this motherfucker. Shout out Jay Blood. She just hit me up on his dope ass. Put the uh, look at her. Jay Blood. <laughs> Jay Blood doing big things. Oh, you next, man. We gotta be. I'm gonna say, yeah, me and Jazz, we gotta actually link up soon. We working on some shit. You know, we gonna. Get she like the Karen Civil of Arkansas, bro. Nah, no, I love yeah. her, bro. She yeah, tight. Jay Blood tight. Yeah, that's little sis, man. Yeah, yeah. that's actually my little cousin. For real? For real shit. He's <laughs> 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 for real. Yeah. Well, it's, it's Arkansas, it's like, buddy. Yeah, I'm about to say, you know, everybody. Everybody, everybody connected somehow here. That's so crazy. 